So I guess now what'd be great to talk about, because this is something I've been very fascinated in myself. I didn't get a chance to enter the last time it happened, so not last year, the previous year, but I've still got an idea cooking around in my head. So I guess for anyone out there listening that is a budding um, sort of filmmaker and they've just they've thought about, yeah, this is something I'd really like to get involved with, what would be the first step that they would need to take? You're an experienced filmmaker yourself, so what advice would you give to someone wanting to enter this? I wouldn't say I'm that experienced. I sort of started in 2015 and I thought I'd make a film to encourage others. I thought, well, if I can put myself out there and do it, uh, then perhaps other people will be inspired by that. And I did a storyboard. I got an A3 piece of paper and I drew squares and I went from, you know, generally if you can look at, say, three-minute film, you often don't need a lot of shots. You might only need eight shots, eight, eight pieces of film. So... And just think about, you know, draw a picture of, you know, what you think will happen in that first scene and what the dialogue would be. And just keep, I keep throwing that piece of paper out, starting again, until I think I've got something. It's like a story. You're telling a story. And the other thing to think about too is probably down the track, you can think about your camera angles. If you, if you, most people are quite sophisticated at looking at film, but if you watch a film, you'll notice like if they're trying to make someone look really big and powerful, they'll often do a shot that, focuses upward on them and if they're trying to diminish them they'll actually do a shot that's looking downward at them and if they want to sort of like make someone you know like scrutinize someone and see if they're really telling the truth they'll put the camera up very close to their face so you just watch films and you know when you sort of start to think about it and think well what am I trying to tell because in every single frame you see in a film nothing's there nothing's there coincidentally Everything is there for a purpose. As part of the story. Yeah. Yep. It could be the colours you're wearing. Uh, it could be, um, you know, some little knife in the back corner of the film or, you know, it's something, they're all there for a purpose. And connected so just consider that. Like that. And don't, don't get too worried about it. If you're worried or you want some advice, um, give us a call, um, Pia Boyer or myself a call, and we might be able to uh, help you to get get started. Okay, that's great. That's very mm. good to know. So there is a mm. bit of assistance there if you just need that extra extra nudge in the right direction. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep. And you might just want to run past your script, what your idea is, and, and that just gives you a little bit of confidence to, you know, um, and learn, you know, learn about the you know the technical side of the film you know what do you th- uh, what would you say about the quality expected of this like could you go out and make a film on your phone for example yeah i look we've definitely had that and we've had iphone um workshops and you can make a, a phone uh, sorry you can make a short film on your iphone and i remember i think georgie barnes made one with brad turton and it was i think it was called one whistle and it was absolutely fantastic. And she, you know, she was just basically a dog, her, her pet dog running through the Cable Beach. But it was done really professionally. And I don't know, it was just a great, great idea. And I think that there is help at hand. Um, we can perhaps point you in the direction of people who've made a film using an iPhone previously, who may be able to sort of come along, and give you a bit of help to get you going. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, that's where I feel like a lot of people will be taking off. You'll have some people out there that might already have the camera and the gear and everything, and other people with just an idea and a mobile phone. That's right. Um, I, I really think that uh, it's funny, you know, the filmmakers have said to me they really like the grassroots aspect of the film festival. And I can remember the first year there was a couple of films I thought, oh, gosh, you know, they're, they're not very well focused. And But then afterwards people said to me that film was actually my favorite I absolutely loved it I laughed my head off I thought it was so funny and they just love seeing like they love seeing people have a go 
and they love seeing people they know up on the screen. There's, yeah. You know, on the premiere night, there's often a lot of there's a bit you know a bit of yelling out and a bit of excitement and oh I know that guy I know and then yeah. everyone's sort of afterwards making fun of each other's acting and it's just really good fun. It's fantastic to see a film for the first time come up on that huge screen at Sun Pictures. Yeah, that's got to be one of the coolest parts about it. I mean, the whole idea sounds fantastic, but the end result, whether you win, whether you don't, but if you enter it, something you've created is on the Sun Pictures. Like it's actually there at the, the Sun Pictures. That is absolutely right. Because we started at the Mangrove and I always had the stream of what the film festival would look like at Sun Pictures. And when my film was about to come up, I can remember my heart was thudding so loudly. I thought, I can't hear the dialogue. Um, But it is. It's just so exciting. And you sort of wonder whether people will like it or... Because, you know, even like I like to often enter in comedy. And, you know, comedy, you don't really know whether your film's going to make other people laugh, even though it makes you laugh or your friends laugh. It's a really, yeah, it's just a learning experience. Okay. So what else would you like to let our listeners know about being involved? So obviously we should probably talk about cutoff dates now. If you do um, have an idea and you want to get it in, you've got until the 30th of April to enter it. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, to upload it on uh, Film Freeway. And that's done through, you can do that through the uh, Mud and Saltwater uh, website. Yeah, I'm on there now. So that's mudandsaltwater.org.au. Just go to their entering film section and you'll find all the information there about the uh, what you need to enter and also the link to Film Freeway, which you're able to use to submit your particular film. Yeah, that's right. And also uh, the tickets are open too, Matt, on, through Ticketo. Oh, We've opened those uh, so you can go onto the website and press that link. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tickets are $15 this year and $5 uh, for children. I think it's from three to 15 years uh, and yeah so that's something to consider and it's on June 4th and 5th which is Friday is the June 4th and Saturday June 5th at Sun Pictures. Is it that a long weekend as well? I'm not sure actually Matt. And I think WA Day or something might be coming up that's right I can edit this bit out. It's during the Fringe Festival uh, and then on June 12th we're having a screening event at Signet Bay Pearl Farm and we do that every year so that people on the peninsula can come in and watch the films and they particularly like the films from uh, from Packham. Uh, you know, there's often, you know, there's films that have been uh, made up at Signet Bay and it's, you know, created a real sort of uh, really strong response. So Yeah, gorgeous that's, that's scenery up, up around Beautiful. that way. And I just realised as well, if we're going out on the Packham network, this isn't just open to people based here in Broome. Of course, if the Kimberley subject is there and somebody's based in a community or town here in the Kimberley, they could also make an enter a film, couldn't they? Absolutely, Matt. And look, we're not precluding people, um, you know, say, say in Australia who, or even overseas who've actually come to Broome, they've worked here or they've visited the region and they've made a film while they were there. Um, but to be really honest, the majority of films we get are made by local people. And uh, But, yeah, we do get visiting musicians, mis- visiting people working or who really love the area, maybe on a working holiday, who've put together some fantastic films. Yeah, and if you happen to be based in, you know, say, Fitzroy Crossing, for example, and you don't have Roebuck Bay, but you've got the beautiful river there, you could make a short film about that even. Yes, look, we've had quite a few about the Fitzroy River and my goodness me, they have been so good. Well, we've talked about the cutoff date. You've got till the end of this month, 30th of April, to get your short film in. Uh, there's a series of categories and you can find out more information by visiting the website. That is mudandsaltwater.org.au. Uh, head on to the entering film section and you'll find all the details you need there to, uh, well, at least get you started. Well, is there anything else you'd like to let our listeners know? 
I'd just like to really um, give a shout out to the sponsors because, uh, the, you know, they're very generous. Uh, and we've got Range Dan's Interim um, through support from the Federal Government National Land Care Program. Uh, we've also got Sobrani Gallery, uh, Signet Bay Pearls, Yanni uh, Sotoroski, who's donated a landscape photo, which is absolutely stunning, of Robert Bay. Uh, Camera Electronics, um, Inspiring Australia, Brunwell Watching, Feral Films, Mark Jones Films, uh, Pilbara and Kimberley Aboriginal Media, Broom Bird Observatory, Good Cartel, Better Home Electrical, Press Play and Murunji Photography. Yeah, so the list of sponsors grows and I, don't, I haven't had anybody say no yet, which is very good. That's very good, yeah. And I guess we haven't really talked much about it, um, but there are prizes on offer as well, aren't there, for the yeah, winners? That's, that's right, Matt. Uh, there, is, uh, there are vouchers for photography equipment from, uh, from Camera Electronics. There's also, um, like from Better, Broom Better Electrical, uh, we've got Paul Zanetti works there and he's a filmmaker himself. So uh, he works out the prizes that the, uh, that, that the, that the shop will donate. Uh, and then, then there's tours on uh, that are offered from uh, Broom Wow Watching and from the Broom Bird Observatory. There's cash prizes as well. So, yeah, there's a whole range of prizes for, I think there's 13, 13 prizes to win. And, of course, there's the, the Muddy Award, which is a, a giant mud crab uh, on a beautiful piece of old uh, timber that's you know washed up on the shores of Robert Bay. Ooh, how, a, how do you win that one? Uh, that's actually that's the overall best in fest. Okay. So that's called the Muddy Award. And that's the big one of the actual um, mud and saltwater film fest. That's yeah, the, right. the crab itself, that's of course. Right. And the other one is uh, the best Robert, best film from Robert Bay, and that is a um, a carved pearl shell. And it's absolutely beautiful. Wow. Once again, on a piece of uh, timber, I think it was from probably from an old jetty that washed up, and it's been polished by Will Thomas, who donated that. So thanks, oh, Will. Will, our Brecky, yeah, our Brecky show host. Yeah. Thank you again very much, Candy, for making time to chat with us today. She's the director from down at the uh, Mud and Saltwater Film Festival, talking with us today about uh, well, all things uh, short films and how you might be able to get your film in in time for the event itself, happening June fourth and fifth on uh, World Environment Day.